Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Tuesday morning, January 17th, and we're looking at a high of 79 today. 20% chance for showers, warm and humid. Even warmer still tomorrow, highs of 80, 20% chance for showers. Then the humidity goes down, temperature goes down too. High high of 70 on Thursday. Should be a nice day, plenty of sunshine. Then cloudy and cool on Friday with a 20% chance for showers. And when you get to the weekend, About a 70% chance for rain on both Saturday and Sunday, highs of 60 and 56, so a good weekend to stay inside, or Saturday rather, well really both a good day, a good weekend to, I'll get it out, to stay inside and watch football. We're scheduled to talk to Councilman Eugene Green about crime, NOPD, and more of the city council is going to have a special meeting tomorrow to talk about crime. You know, they got that, that old saying from 1905, I think it was from the Life of Reason, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I think when it comes to solving the crime problems with NOPD, oh, in the city, rather, in New, of New Orleans, and hiring a new NOPD superintendent, I'd like to ask Councilmember Green when he joins us, how does that factor into the search, search for a new superintendent? Because one thing that, came up when I was talking to Peter Scharf earlier, and at this point I should tell you about the Odyssey app because it's free and you can download it and then use the rewind feature, go back 24 hours, like, for example, right now. If you wanted, you could go back and listen to what Newell had to say yesterday. I'd prefer you keep it here and listen to me, but that's totally up to yours, you as long as you keep it in the family. But um, I was just wondering, you hear with NOPD the big problems that they have with losing officers and attrition is due to cronyism. And I wonder about Michael Harrison, who was the police chief here um, before LaToya Cantrell and then left when she came in and she appointed Sean Ferguson. The hiring freeze goes back to the 2000s with Mitch Landrew, and there's the where the, the shortage began because you can lose officers with attrition, but I guess I'm wondering if it... If it went way up after Harrison left, then maybe there was a reason for that. We're joined now by Councilmember Eugene Green. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. I was saying earlier that, you know, they got the old thing from uh, those who uh, cannot learn from history are condemned to repeat it. When it comes to solving the problems of crime in the city and the search for a new NOPD superintendent, is it important to look back to the the 90s and and the 2000s and what happened? uh, Or how far do you look back? Or is it a different problem today? Well, I do want to emphasize this, Tommy, and I want to thank um, all of those who have supported the New Orleans Police Department in the past. And um, this is a challenging time with the consent decree and just the raw numbers of people who are choosing to do wrong, Mm -hmm. who are choosing to rob, who are choosing to carjack. It is a special time right now. But I want to say that a police chief, search is fine, but I want to applaud the members of the New Orleans Police Department who, in the midst of very challenging times, continue to go out there and do the patrols and make the arrests that have to happen. What's frustrating is that the system seems to not cooperate with the work that they're doing, and too many people are being returned to the streets in a very 
expedited manner, if you will. I'm just being polite with my wording because of the reduced bail or because of the oh, wait, fact well, that the, yeah, the trial doesn't take place. So it's more complex, and it involves the DA, the judges, the Juvenile Justice Intervention Center, and a lot more to reduce crime in our city. I don't think telling it like it is is impolite or rude. Um, what kind of problems are you seeing either with the DA's office in terms of prosecutions, and I guess before that it would go to judges and, and holding people in jail or letting them out. Is it just juveniles? Is it adults? Talk a little bit more about that, Councilman, if you would. Well, I'm going to give a specific example, and then I'm going to ask whoever, maybe, maybe the Metropolitan Crime Commission and those who do that work, um, to help me with this. A couple of juveniles were arrested recently, or a couple of people, I'll say people, were arrested recently for breaking into cars. And you know the problems that we're having throughout the city right now with that. And I'll text to you the article that appeared. The arrests were made, but the bonds were set so low that those perpetrators of the crime or alleged perpetrators of of the crimes were released almost immediately. And the police did, someone did write something about it, and it was in the third district news, if you will. And then it was pulled back, I guess, because the police mentioned that they, um, in their department, don't control the setting of bail and bonds and things like that. I understand that they did that, but I support their frustration over the fact that they've made 4,000 arrests last year, and so few people get prosecuted um, to the point where they have to subject themselves or that where they're subjected to penalties that deter them. And we just have to change that. And it's going to be a systemic change, not just the New Orleans Police Department. We could have New Orleans police on every corner. But the bottom line is that if we don't do something to help the criminal recognize that there's going to be a penalty for their activity or an expedited, uh, I'm sorry, enhanced opportunity for penalties, we're going to go through the same thing for a while. So I just want everybody to know that it's police, but then it's also the entire justice system that has to be looked at. We as a city council are looking at it. We are requiring them to come before us every quarter to report on what's going on. We're going to ask some tough questions. But the bottom line is that there has to be a change within our criminal justice system. Our law enforcement community can only do so much. It's got to be a change. If it's a small number of people, relatively small of the population that are committing the crime, and NOPD is making 4,000 arrests, i got to believe they're arresting, I, I don't know, is it too far of a leap to presume that they're arresting the same people over and over and over? Oh, I'll tell you, this, it's clear that they're arresting the same people over and over, and um, the numbers show it. I know that there are some constitutional issues, and I'm not asking anyone to violate the Constitution, but I'm asking us to think about that more And when we invite people to come to our community meetings and we invite people to come before the media, invite more than the police. The police are the first responders. They wear the uniforms. They're the ones that respond when we call. But it's much more complex in terms of reducing crime than just having the police um, come before us to make presentations. I fault the council at some times, um, and let's say that we need to do a little bit more, and it's on me, too. But we focus a lot on the police, the police chief search, the um, fact of the response time of police, the fact that the police may not be making the kind of progress we want to see in certain areas. And we just seem to ignore the district attorney, the criminal court judges, the juvenile court judges, the 
Orleans Justice System Center, the Juvenile Justice Intervention Center, the magistrates who set the bills and the bonds, and the parole officers, and also those who are public defenders. They all need to do more to recognize the role that their officers can play in reducing crime. I want in you, 2023, we're we, going to do something about that. Councilman, I want you to come back and talk more about that in depth, okay? I will look forward Appreciate to it. Appreciate your time. Call me back at any time, and Happy New Year to all of you. Same to you, sir. Tommy, I look forward to talking to you a lot this year. Thank you, sir. I hope so. Eugene Green, New Orleans City Council Member, 755, quick leader traffic on WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.